Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Good morning to you. Happy Wednesday to you. Happy hump show to those of you who celebrate. Why wouldn't you celebrate? It's the middle show of the work week. I know I haven't been here all week, but I do feel good about returning. This is the benefit of recharging, rejuvenating, resting, Sports will always be with us, as in always. Uh, There'll always be something to talk about. Um, But it's good for broadcasters to take time away, especially as we get ready to hit the gas for a busy spring season. Of course, March Madness on the horizon, and that refers to not just college hoops, but pretty much everything. But while we're talking about college hoops, yes, Selection Sunday is coming up. And so we'll have our special Sunday night show to go over brackets and some of the trends from this year's selection show and our setup to March Madness. And this time next week, how about that? This time next week, we'll be on the eve of the four most popular days on the calendar for college hoops fans. Really, you don't have to be a college, probably gamblers too. You don't have to be a college hoop fan to enjoy what comes up next week. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So we're looking forward to it, starting to make some plans. Uh, Glad to have you alongside. And yes, I feel re-energized and ready to go. I definitely miss the work. When I get back, I recognize again how much I love what I do and how blessed I am to be able to have a job that I love so much. I also really love vacation where I'm in bed before 11 and (laughs) don't have to think about what's happening. (laughs) It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. You can find me on Twitter, A-Law Radio. Uh, Thank you for some of your kind words about not just my visit to Texas and how much you missed me. It's always nice to be missed, but also uh, there are some photos up. I'm getting ready to put some more photos up uh, from the fishing expedition. I was at times dropping my pole to take photos of what was a breathtaking sunset. I'm not sure my date felt the same way, uh, but he was he was definitely impressed by the photo. So I guess there's that. You know me, though. I can't resist an incredible photo, especially when the clouds are the subject. Uh, so I'll put some of those up. I did just put a post up. Jay and I just put a post up on Facebook, at least, finally. Uh, so that's that's fun. We accomplished that. And so you'll get a chance to check that out. Also, later in the day, I'll come back to some of your questions for Ask Amy Anything. We got over, oh gosh, we got over 120 questions. So it's impossible to ask them all, but I will go back and answer as many as I can quickly. So thank you for finding us on social, both Twitter and Facebook. Uh, We're glad to connect with you. We have our YouTube channel as well. You know, our podcast is always available every weekday morning. 
I actually had to fill out this questionnaire from the company about our social media. And it was funny because the only ones they highlighted were Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, and Insta. And I we don't do TikTok or Insta primarily because it's a repeat of what what we do everywhere else, but also because I do not have any more time. I, I spend multiple hours a day during the day. I don't even mean here at work. Two hours per day on social media, just keeping up with it, posting our podcast, responding to people, previewing what we have coming up. And and this is some responsibility that I've taken on since we lost our second producer. Uh, Jay and I kind of divvy up the responsibilities. And so that's something that I do now. And I just can't handle more than two Twitters, more than two Facebooks, a YouTube channel, a podcast, a blog. I just, I can't do it. And so I had to cut it off somewhere. So this is where you can find us. But yeah, I was a little bit disappointed, Jay, that they didn't offer a YouTube option because our YouTube channel is now inching its way toward that magical mark where you will have to eat broccoli. We're close. And it's not right of them. No, they need to include YouTube in there. They do need to include YouTube. So instead, we're promoting it. You all know that we have completely different content on our YouTube channel. Uh, it's it's not show material, although every now and then we'll put up an interview. But for the most part, uh, it's different videos that Jay and I do under duress. I would say he coerces me into doing YouTube videos. He loves YouTube videos in lieu of getting paid because he doesn't. This is how we keep him happy is we do more YouTube videos. <laughs> Not that inaccurate. <laughs> anyway, one more thing I will say about my date, which was great on Monday. I somehow, don't ask me how, I regretted it instantly after it came out of my mouth, mentioned our YouTube channel. I think we were talking about social media and I was saying how much it's a love-hate relationship, right? So I may have mentioned YouTube and then I quickly said, don't watch it. Oh, well, now I'm going to watch well, it, he said. Yeah, of I should have just let it go by without highlighting it. But like the spaz that I am, I instantly followed it up with, oh, don't watch that. <laughs> instantly went home and went right to the page. <laughs> you think? Yeah. I don't know. He had the real thing. Why did he need to worry about watching the YouTube channel where, you know, I mean, you can just talk to me. You don't have to worry about the YouTube it's channel, true. correct? So anyway, we'll see. Uh, if I never hear from him again, I suspect the YouTube channel is the culprit. If we gain a subscriber, but you don't hear from him, then uh, yeah, I guess we'll know. <laughs> it's After Hours here on CBS Sports Radio. It was an emotional night in Los Angeles where Pau Gasol's number was retired, hung in the rafters alongside those of Kobe Bryant's. And for those of you who didn't see it, I would encourage you to go back and to watch the ceremony. Why? Because there were A-listers there, celebrities to be sure, and also... Vanessa Bryant, who did a video tribute to Pau Gasol, a teammate of Kobe's. It was Vanessa's first appearance inside the arena since Kobe's memorial service. She smiled. She clapped. But I'm sure there was pain there as well. Uh, she did it because she knew that her late husband loved Pau Gasol. In fact, at the Oscars in 2018, Kobe had this to say about his teammate with whom he went to three consecutive NBA finals and won two rings. When he retires, he will have his number in the rafters next to mine. Uh, the reality is I don't win those championships without Pau. The city of LA doesn't have those two championships without Pau Gasol. We know that. Everybody knows that. And I really look forward to the day where he's there giving his speech at, at center court in front of all the fans who have supported him over the years. So it's going to be an awesome night. But I can't go on without talking about the person in the face that I don't see. Uh, the brother that elevated me 
inspired me, challenged me to be a better player, just to be a better man overall. I miss him. I miss him so much, like many of us do. I love him. I wish he was here with Gigi. I really do. Uh, but I think he'll be proud. And he was looking forward to this moment. So I love you, brother. One of the more emotional moments there inside the Crypto.com arena as Pal Gasol's number was retired. Uh, so he played with multiple other teams. Actually, uh, started with the Memphis Grizzlies, and, and that was the opponent last night in L.A. Uh, the, but the journey that he describes as he talks about his number being raised to the ceiling is pretty incredible. As a kid growing up in Spain, I had a dream. I wanted to become a basketball player, play in the NBA. I never in a million years could think that a day like this could have come. Such a huge honor being amongst those great individuals in this amazing franchise. So it just tells you that, you know, just never set any limitations to your what you can do, what you can achieve. Just push, put in the work, push yourself every day, be the best that you can be. Congratulations to Pau Gasol, halftime ceremony, retiring his number, a two-time champion alongside Kobe, the rookie of the year in 01-02, four-time All-NBA roster, and also a six-time All-Star. And it was really cool to see him back there with his family now. He has two young kids, so his wife and his uh, his older daughter. She was cute. She was in uh, blonde curls and, and proud of her daddy and then his wife holding their other child and standing next to Vanessa and a who's who list inside that arena, including Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and, of course, members of the Lakers. His brother Mark was there as well. Uh, and so it's kind of neat to take that walk down memory lane. There was a game to play. The Lakers are trying to get into that 7-10 tournament without LeBron James. But you know what? Anthony Davis to the rescue yet again. The Grizzlies seem to have the edge in the fourth quarter until the Lakers put together a sizable run, including eight consecutive points. With 3.40 to go, every possession is important. Crowd chanting, let's go Lakers. Austin Reeves has got it. Reeves dribbles left. Reeves down the middle, got it to Schroeder. Schroeder's 15-footer, good! 107-103, Lakers by four. Austin Reeves dribbling behind the three-point line, right side with five to shoot. Troy Brown for three. It's good! Troy Brown! That's the score. Now can they get the stop? A 17-4 fourth quarter run. They did, in fact, get the stop. The Grizzlies, they faded in the fourth quarter like they often do. It's become a thing for them in the second half on the road. Uh, we had a chance to speak with Eric Hasseltine, who called the action for the Grizzlies radio network. And he said they are not only a woeful road team, but a lot of it can be traced to their struggles in the fourth quarter where they seemingly fade. How many times they had an open look for three last night and could not get it to drop. They could not cash in. So three losses in a row now for the Grizzlies. And this one, again, is because of the fourth quarter struggles as well as their struggles on the road. Meanwhile, Anthony Davis, 30 points, 22 rebounds, and also a Band-Aid on his nose because he got popped before half and he, he was bloody. Managed to stay out there and play hurt. You see it's still bleeding, but we got we to win basketball games. Um, 
do whatever I can to come out and, and compete every night and help this team get victories. The nose will be all right. Get two days to kind of recuperate and make sure it's, it's still in place. But uh, I'll be all right. He was awesome, man. He, he's just in spite of everything we've gone through all season, he's been, like I said before, he's been a, a solid rock. And, you know, he, he, he proved it again tonight. He wants to be out there with his teammates. He wants to be out there fighting. So the Lakers, they are right now surging, even without LeBron James, which is impressive. Don't know how long he's going to be out, but they put themselves now in the number nine spot. And with that win last night, they broke a four-way tie with the Pelicans, the Thunder, and the Blazers. Those... Those three teams are 31 and 34. The Lakers are 32 and 34. They've won seven of their last 10. You've also got the Jazz that are hovering there as well. It's so tight in the West with, gosh, 16, 17 games to go for most of these teams. It's after hours here on CBS Sports Radio. As for the Grizzlies, they slip back into a second-place tie with the Sacramento Kings. How about that? We don't talk about the Kings enough. We're going to have to do that soon. But the Kings have caught them because the Grizzlies are sliding backward. And yes, Ja Morant is the major story around the Grizz. Their superstar guard is away from the team for what has been termed an indefinite period of time. It's a learning experience, yeah. I get it. He's maturing he's trying to figure out his way but he's made some very poor choices not just for him personally but he has put his team in an awful position he's put the league in a tough position by posting a video on Instagram live it was a live a live stream of him in a Denver area nightclub brandishing what appeared to be a weapon appeared to be a gun this is him on a video stream. Why? Why would you do that? To me, you don't have to be mature to recognize that you do not put a video up that everyone is going to see. It's going to go viral. I don't care if you're drunk. I don't care if you're not. In fact, if you are planning on drinking, how about put down the phone and don't have a gun? Uh, he's put his team in such an awful position because yes, they want to support him. They want him to be around. And I recognize the value of being in a team structure for the most part. It's better for him than probably not being in a team structure. But the thing is there are NBA rules that prohibit having a weapon when you're traveling with the team for obvious reasons. There are also Colorado gun laws. And where did this gum come from? And did it come across state lines? Did he have it on the team plane? Even if the answers are no, no, and no, it's not my gun. You still force the league to investigate. You force the team to, for now, put you on the shelf because this investigation is ongoing. And there's also a police investigation Again, you're the one that invited the scrutiny. You're the one that invited everybody to see what you were doing. And in order to not appear, and and this is the responsibility of the league and the authorities, but they can't play favorites just because he's an NBA superstar. They have to investigate. It could turn out. It's nothing more than him. And I wouldn't be surprised if someone, quote unquote, takes one for the team and says that was my weapon, not Jaws. Okay, so maybe it's not his. And it just happened to be someone else's and he thought it would be cool to wave it around in an Instagram video. Or maybe it's not him at all. Let's just say the video's doctored. I don't I don't even know if that's possible. But yeah, AI technology. It's doctored. It's not actually him. Either way, he has to be away from the team because the Memphis Grizzlies, the NBA have to investigate. And this 
legal inquiry has to run its course. There's no other option for the Grizzlies, which, as I say, puts them in an awful position. I said it yesterday, it's a healing process. So if everyone expects something to change overnight, we know we've got to be, you know, due diligence and respectful on that. So we're talking about job being in a better place personally and also professionally, you know. So, um, you know, to put a timetable on, I think it's disrespectful in my opinion. We want to make sure he's in a great place uh, for himself, but also as a responsible, you know, teammate here. We're in touch with him every single day. It's staff, it's uh, teammates. He's still a huge part of what we do. You know, as I said the other day, we love him. We want what's best for him. We support him. So there's a level of support, and then there's definitely an element of accountability that we're having discussions about. But again, I'm not going to comment on what those bars are going to be. Of course not. And with an ongoing investigation, you wouldn't expect the Grizzlies to say a whole lot. You hear from Taylor Jenkins, they support him. The whole disrespectful part is, I don't know, it's just, I think, a word that's kind of thrown in there. Uh, Jod was disrespectful to his employer and to the league. Actually, it's the other way around, probably to his teammates as well. But it is nice that the team is behind him. That's the company line. Now, we had Eric Hasseltine on the show earlier. He joined us live from L.A. because uh, he's there following that game. They didn't travel last night. And... He can't comment on the legal investigation either, but what he did tell us is what's missing without Jaw. And also another player that's missing that's leaving a huge hole for these Grizzlies who are fading right now. I mean, Tyus Jones, he's one of the veterans. It's a young team, but he's one of the vets. He's going to have to step up, and they don't have Jaw right now in these fourth quarters where they collapse. It's different, but we got to, I mean, we got to figure it out. We can't make excuses. That's uh, the reality of it right now is, uh, you know, he's not here with us, um, so we got to adjust. Yeah, there's nothing else that they can do. There's really nothing else that they can say. It's a bit of adversity that they hadn't faced a whole lot last year or even earlier this season. Uh, they got to figure it out. I guess there is at least solace in the fact that their next opponent has a worse road record than they do. That would be the defending champion Golden State Warriors who are, get this, 7-25 and 25 on the road. 7-25! and 25. And they've just dropped back-to-back games away from their own arena. This despite the fact that Steph Curry goes 10 of 16 from beyond the arc last night and has 40 points. Instead, they lose in Oklahoma City. He has 40. That's so frustrating for him. I'm always confident. That's why we show up. But um, we'd like to have something to show for it at some point. So we got another opportunity on Thursday against a great team that... Probably going to be uh, a wild atmosphere, and we got to be ready for it. But confidence never wavers. It's just frustrating at times when you can't, you know, you know, get it done. And again, have something that says, "Yeah, we know how to to win on this on the road with this particular team." Um, so, got another opportunity. I think it would be a miracle if this team actually challenged for. Even the West Finals, forget the NBA Finals, the opportunity to defend their title. Their problems on the road are so bad this season, and their defense is really what's glaring when they're on the road. So here they are, just two games above 500. They are tied with the Mavericks now. Uh, So same exact record, same winning percentage in what is the fifth and sixth spot. But they've got the Timberwolves and the Clippers hot on their heels. They have no margin for error, and right now they're going into a matchup with the Grizzlies who also desperately need a win. So something's got to give coming up on Thursday. Which We're I playing stupid. I think it's a nationally televised game. I could be wrong, but I think it's a, a game on TNT, if I remember correctly. 
which is where uh, the Grizzlies-Lakers game was last night. So that's coming up on Thursday. All right, we've got questions answered by the not-so-diminutive. Wait, we, I did it again. Diminutive. Dim, diminutive. Dim, wait, diminutive. No, I keep adding a syllable to the word. Dim, diminutive. 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 <laughs> No, it's not how you pronounce it. Diminutive. 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 Why do we keep, well, we, why do I keep adding a a syllable? I keep practicing thinking it's going to come out differently and it doesn't. So, you know, the not so diminutive. No, that's not either. (laughs) Diminutive. 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 (laughs) Sounds like a college. Welcome back, Amy. Uh, It's Drew Timmy. He's not any of those things, Uh, but he is now Gonzaga's all-time leading scorer leading into Selection Sunday, the Bulldogs, and then uh, in addition to that, more QB news on the back end. Pete Carroll, so happy to have Geno back in the fold, and my thoughts on Derek Carr, since I didn't have a chance to give them when he signed with the Saints. We know dominoes are dropping even as we get closer to the start of the NFL league year. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Good morning, Dimunity. Nope, still can't do it. Dim, dim, diminutive. Diminutive. Yeah, see, now Jay is it. even showing me up. I, I think, think I got you got it. it too. It's one of those words. It's stuck right now. It's stuck. It's after hours, CBS Sports Radio. You are listening to. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are so let instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date download the instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollar per order additional term supply you could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new hyundai santa fe visit hyundaiusa.com for more details hyundai There's joy in every journey. The After Hours Podcast. Sweeps across the paint. The hook shot comes up short. Watson tips it out. Timmy controls. Hand off to Smith. Three. Good. Another assist for Timmy, this time to Malachi Smith. The Zags have their biggest lead of the game, forcing Randy Bennett to call a timeout. Five seconds on the clock. He dribbles, shoots, and sticks the three-point shot. Boy, Saxon retreated just a half a step too much. Greg with a step back three, and the Bulldogs lead at 53-26, their biggest lead of the game. The Zags inbound. The Zags win. Great West Coast Conference Tournament Championships. 21 overall. And the Zags do it in dominating fashion. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Congratulations to the Gonzaga Bulldogs. Ranked in the top 10 still in the nation, but not looking at a one seed. More than likely, that's Tom Hudson on Learfield as they wrap up their fourth consecutive West Coast Conference Championship and their 10th in 11 years under Mark Few. Gonzaga has a new all-time leading scorer, and that is the diminutive, 
diminutive. <laughs> now, see, the thing is, he's not so diminutive. There we go. I did it. It's about emphasizing the second syllable, diminutive. But it's the opposite of Drew. He's anti-diminutive. He's an, it's an oxymoron to say diminutive Drew. I got it, Jay. I've been rattling it off, and you're, you're unfazed by it all. I think you got it now. You think I got it now? Now okay. I'm thinking of the antonym. Look at you dropping an SAT word. Yeah. Nice. The antonym. Very uh, synonym or antonym. <laughs> okay, back to Gonzaga and Drew Jimmy. With 18 points, he becomes the all-time leading scorer in Gonzaga history. Uh, the mustache, the headband, they're back. They're headed for March Madness. Uh, and along with Mark Few, there's still that quest to win the first title for Few. They've come close, obviously. They've gotten to the Final Four. They've gotten to the championship. Uh, they've been disappointed. But they continue to to beat down that door now with these four straight conference titles. I can't even describe it, man. Just, you know, people want to count us out early. We came in here as a two-seed, and uh, it was nice to be an underdog for once. It felt good. And uh, uh-huh. I'm leaving here four for four on championships, baby. That's what we do over here at GU, baby. Hell yeah. This team is has taken some flack this year, and they, it took some time for them to put their own stamp on this. But here they are. They're 28-5. and five. They're regular season champions and WCC Conference Tournament champions. Okay? Like Bruce said, that's what we do. Okay? And I'm telling you, I, I mean, we've done this a lot here, but I don't know if I've ever been as proud as a group collectively, you know, from where we were, were to where we are now. Congratulations to the Zags or Bulldogs, whichever. I'm looking forward to it. I'm rooting for them. I feel as though they've become a sentimental favorite a little bit for those teams that don't have a rooting interest. But also as you're filling out your bracket, there are teams that maybe give you the willies when you get to the tournament. Gonzaga has been one of those who's burned some people. Now, again, they've gotten to the championship game. They've gotten to final fours. Um, Now it's about closing the deal. It's about making sure that they don't squander another opportunity because Timmy is on his way out. And so the way that he leads this team, how much fun he brings to the court, to the position, the passion, of course, the intensity. And yeah, he's right, four consecutive conference titles. But what better way to end your college career than to shock the world? He called himself, he called them underdogs. That's funny. I mean, underdogs, Gonzaga is definitely not that. They're bulldogs, not underdogs. But I don't know that they'll be a favorite going into the tournament. So here's an opportunity for them to come in flying under the radar a little bit. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Uh, there was also a moment, and Jay, I don't have the numbers, so you're going to have to either put them on the screen or tell me. There was also a moment last night in hockey that we believe is worth highlighting. Now, I would say if you are squeamish or you have a weak stomach, then maybe you don't want to think about this particular moment. But <laughs> there was an ejection because there was a literal hit below the belt. Tony D'Angelo received a major penalty, so get the behind me, Satan, and a game misconduct. Why? Because he took a shot at Corey Perry below the belt. And not just not just a shot, but he <clears throat> speared him with his stick. What shouldn't that be? If you're a male, why would you ever do that to another male? So there was a a hit to the Little Lightnings, and Corey Perry uh, 
obviously fell to the ice in pain right away, speared him. Jay, what type of punishment would you suggest for a defenseman, an NHL player who gets paid to play hockey, using his stick as a weapon to hit an opponent below the belt? That, to me, is dirty, as in freaking dirty. Yeah, there's no room for that in the game at all. I mean, we saw the Rangers, New York Rangers defenseman Keandre Miller just got suspended three games last week for spitting. People's, you know, he's, he's apologized. He said he didn't mean to, but he did it, and he got suspended three games because there was a past president there with someone else spitting. This is, I don't know, I know spitting's disgusting. It's gross. I'll never say that's good. But, but it can't is, hurt someone. Right, yeah, this is well, using your stick as a weapon. It's, right. Oh, gosh. Plus, he's a multiple repeat offender in Tony D'Angelo, so. Yeah, this is not his first time. And so not his first time uh, getting thrown out, not his first time with a type of hit uh, that is questionable at best. And that's at best. I don't know that that, that you can even, well, I guess, until we hear from him, until the NHL looks into this, but still, it, it appears nasty. And John Tortorella, of course, is commenting. He always comments, but uh, his thoughts after this move. I haven't seen I haven't seen the clip what happened. Uh, guys in the room said it's it's pretty obvious what happened. Um, but that's the line you walk uh, as far as going over the edge. Um, I I want him uh, to have his personality, uh, to have that competitiveness. Uh, you know, like a couple of guys that I did sit, I wish a little bit of that would rub off on them. Uh, but, again, I haven't seen it, but I think he may have crossed the line, judging from uh, what some of the other guys said. So, yeah, we, uh, you got to be careful. And easy to say uh, uh, that that's, that's, that's part of who Tony is, and I, I think he's done a pretty good job this year in staying on that line, competing, because he competes. Um, maybe he crossed it tonight. i got to look at the tape. Okay, so that was John Tortorella, who's – coaching D'Angelo for the first time uh, this season. So D'Angelo's new to the Flyers. And in the locker room afterwards, he said to reporters he intended, so that's the problem, he intended to give Corey Perry a shot, but did not mean to give him a shot where he did give him a shot. So he kind of points to this series of events. He tried to to knock my stick out of my hand. He talks all game. I asked him to fight. He doesn't want to fight. So I meant to give him a shot. Replay looks worse. That That's what he said. I'll bet Corey Perry believes that the hit itself uh, was worse than anything that might happen to D'Angelo. So Jay just waved at me. What do you got in there, Jay? I got D'Angelo. All right, let's hear it. He tried to slash my stick out of my hands a second beforehand. He talks all game. Oh, you know, so okay. Ask him to fight. Doesn't want to fight. He'll tell you that he's asked me to fight for years. I don't say no. So there's not much of a, an argument there. But I didn't look to, you know, I wasn't trying to give him a shot. Replay probably looks a little bit worse than, than it was meant to be, but it is what it is. I took 30 punches on the ground. And when I get up, they don't let me do what I got to do. So it's whatever. Well, I would say your reputation precedes you there, Tony D'Angelo. Um, so, yes, he intended to give him a shot because Perry had been trying to slash with at him with his stick earlier 
it probably looks worse. That's what he said. I'm going to assume that the NHL is not necessarily on board with it probably looks worse because I'm not sure not sure Corey Perry would agree that there's anything worse than that. That, to me, is a cheap shot, and your stick should be nowhere near the little lightning in this particular case. And the little thunders? Well, not this time, but yes. That, thank you, Tim Roy. All right, on Twitter, A-Law Radio, also on our Facebook page, Diminutive. See, it's all about where you place the emphasis. Second syllable, Diminutive. Uh, This time it's going to stick. Our Facebook page, too, just put up a couple of pictures. Thank you. We'll do some more. Uh, Really, really love the sunset pictures I took while I was fishing. Well, I mean, I put the pole down so that I could (laughs) go (laughs) take the photos. I'm not sure if that's poor fishing etiquette to leave the pole down on the ground. I never know when a fish might run away with it or a turtle or some seaweed. It's After Hours on CBS Sports Radio. You are listening to the After... This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast your hours podcast hurry back to throw and it is is it tossed oh my goodness it's tossed deandre hopkins caught it back from under center steps back throws the fade cooper cook's got it to throw. Looking, firing deep Go. for Chase in the end zone. Oh, He's yeah. got it! Yes. Touchdown! Hey. Joe Burrow and the Bengals! Mahomes fires for the end zone. Caught! Touchdown! Kansas City! And off to Eckler again. No, Herbert keeps it. End zone. Touchdown! Chargers! Herbert with his second of the day. Here's the snap. Josh going to keep it himself and run it again inside the five. Into the end zone. Touchdown, Buffalo! Josh Allen, nine-yard touchdown run. The Bills respond and then some. It's time for QB News on After Hours. As we hurdle our way toward the top of the hour, the way that, oh, I don't know, Derek Carr might hurdle the football. 
not H-U-R-D-L-E, just so you know. I mean, H-U-R-T-L-E, diminutive. No, diminutive. Crap. <laughs> yes, exactly. Some guy just wrote me on Twitter and said, now you've got me trying to practice that word, too. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. You know, the big news on Tuesday, the Baltimore Ravens did, in fact, put the franchise tag on Lamar Jackson, but they're gambling with the non-exclusive tag. Actually, all six players that were tagged on Tuesday before the deadline got the non-exclusive tag. Two things. The Ravens are done negotiating for now. They're willing to let another team negotiate. You do the hard work because Lamar is stuck on getting a fully guaranteed deal. So now it's up to other teams to see if they can talk him down off that wall or if they can, in fact, Decide They can find the money to give him a fully guaranteed contract, and in which case the Ravens are then willing to let him go. But if their gamble pays off and no other team is interested in giving him a fully guaranteed deal, then he returns and plays for them at $32 million instead of $45 million, which would be the exclusive tag. So it's a gamble. We often talk about players betting on themselves. Well, in this case, the Ravens are betting on the franchise and betting that the rest of the teams in the NFL will feel the same way they do about a fully guaranteed deal like what Deshaun Watson got. We know, though, the Giants avoided having to place the franchise tag on Daniel Jones because he gets a contract extension worth $40 million per year. And they're also then able to use their non-exclusive tag on Saquon Barkley, 1,300 rushing yards last year, 10 touchdowns in 16 games, and he'll make $10 million a year if they don't come to a long-term deal. But awesome that they get to keep both of those weapons. So that's the big news coming with the franchise tag. Also, Josh Jacobs of the Raiders and then Tony Pollard of the Cowboys getting franchise tagged. Uh, Let's move on then to another big story coming out of the NFC Beast now is that Mike McCarthy is taking over as the play caller for the Dallas Cowboys. Dak Prescott doing an interview with the Dallas Morning News. He's actually excited, full of anticipation for the change. It's excited for, for what's next. Uh, always optimistic. Um, ex- no, no Mike's history and calling the plays has had a lot of success. So uh, excited for that. I know he's excited to get back into it, um, to dive into it, to, to, to uh, be able to call the plays and just to be so engaged. And so um, it's a change, but it's going to be good. At Kellen Moore on to the Chargers. A lot of different coaches coming into the building with the Cowboys. They did have a double-figure win season last year. They made the playoffs, but, of course, they want to be able to go farther. Not just a road win for the first time in 30 years, but back to the NFC Championship. Weirdly enough, people are talking about a contract extension for Dak. I do not understand that. They just gave him one. I would say it's not time for that yet. And But he does believe that this is his only stop in the NFL. 100% I'm excited, yeah, to, to be a Dallas Cowboys. As I said, I mean... Um, always dream to be here. Um, now that I'm here, I don't expect to play for any other team. Uh, and now it's just about winning. Uh, so just trying to get that done. Um, and just to hear, obviously, as you say, in the front office, um, looking forward, forward to an extension. So when that time comes, it'll happen. Um, kind of uh, with Steven on, it may just happen overnight. But uh, <laughs> when it happens, it happens. It'll be great. 
Referring to Stephen Jones there, Stephen and Jerry uh, as the brain trust for the Cowboys and they write the paychecks. Dak Prescott on the Dallas Morning News expects to stay in Dallas regardless of whether or not he gets an extension right now. Very strange. I'm thinking Patrick Mahomes is probably in line for an extension or for a raise of sorts before Dak Prescott would be. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence here on CBS Sports Radio. So that's inside the NFC beast. Nothing new yet for Jalen Hurts. That will come as will the Joe Burrow extension. But those right now, not the breaking news. Instead, it's about the tags and it's about Daniel Jones getting his contract. Also about the fact that the Green Bay Packers are, well, they've allowed Aaron Rodgers to speak with the Jets. Otherwise, it would be tampering. They are at least considering the possibility that a trade could be in the offing. How ironic that it may be the end of Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. The same way that Brett Favre ended his run in Green Bay. Two Hall of Fame quarterbacks back-to-back would both get traded to the Jets? Huh. So Derek Carr, obviously no longer an option for the Jets. They're putting on the full-court press with Aaron. They've sent a contingent, including their owner, obviously Robert Sala, and then a guy with whom he is familiar, the new offensive coordinator in uh, Nathaniel Hackett, who missed, of course, misfired in Denver one year as a head coach. I kind of wondered if Zach Wilson would also be part of the contingent. I don't know if that's going to work. <laughs> or maybe Sauce Gardner, who promises to never pick off Aaron in practice and also to burn his cheese head if, in fact, Rodgers becomes a Jet. So not only does Rodgers have to talk to the Jets, but then he and the Packers would have to agree, right? They'd have to agree to work this out. But I was using the breakup analogy earlier just maybe the Packers are sitting back watching hoping that Rodgers will be the one who writes the Dear John letter it's not you it's me I'd like to go on let Rodgers be the one who decides and yet in the background you're going phew we don't have to be the one who speaks up how could you possibly say that well you know there's a lot of rumors out there not from your inner circle of course it's after hours with Amy Lawrence CBS Sports Radio Pete Carroll and John Schneider and the Seahawks get a deal done to keep Geno Smith as the starter for the Hawks. It was done really well. Everybody uh, stayed really, you know, on point. Communication was great. Um, the focus was there to, to get something done. And, and uh, so we got it done in timely fashion. You know, we're ahead of free agency, which we needed to do. And, and uh, really, everybody's thrilled about it. Um, the owner, was, you know, Jody was great about it all the way through. She gave... Uh, John, the freedom to do what he needed to do to make the deal, and then then in in visiting her with her yesterday, she was really pleased and excited. She 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 took a lot out of Gino's accomplishments in last year, and and uh, was really proud of him and and excited as, you know for the future and moving on. So everybody's connected on it, so it's a good deal, a good deal for a club. And I think it sends a really good message too to the everybody on the outside. That this is this is a good place. Being around Gino and knowing the competitor that he is, and and uh, the person. Uh, the leader, uh, you know, it, it, we, the staff felt really good about him. He had played three games. Um, you know, all the guys and everybody that has, has coached him, the guys in New York, uh, Ben McAdoo, uh, those guys, they always spoke very highly of him. And so to come into camp, have him competing with Drew, obviously he was ahead of Drew, you know, with the system and everything. And then, you know, Drew got sick. Drew got COVID and was supposed to start the yeah. second preseason game. And, uh, <laughs> I remember that. Um, he literally, you know, he, he literally couldn't go. He lost his legs in practice, and then, you know, we played on that short week at yeah. the end against Dallas, and he still, he Could still didn't it. have his legs under him, and 
you know, made some throws he'd, he'd love to have back. But then once once Pete named uh, Gino the starter, it was it was amazing. I, I always tell, I know I told you this, Bruce. Like Pete has this amazing uh, ability, character, and still confidence in people. Right. And he just like when once he did it with Gino and named him the starter. You know, uh, after the Dallas game in front of the whole team, it was like Gino just took his whole leadership level to like his confidence and his leadership levels to 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 a different atmosphere. That's what happens when you have people who believe in you, who give you an opportunity and know that you can do it. The confidence soars. That's on Sirius XM NFL Radio. John Schneider on wanting Gino to return. Gino wanted to be there. We know he had said that publicly. And Pete Carroll before that on Seattle Sports 710. As for Derek Carr, of course, he met with the Jets twice. They regarded him as a <clears throat> backup option. So he got the $150 million deal with the New Orleans Saints. And I like this for him. There's a great track record there. Now, it was with Sean Payton, not with Dennis Allen. But there's a track record there of not only an incredible fan base who will support him. Uh, Alvin Kamara's got his own legal issues. We don't know exactly what happens with Michael Thomas. We know that Carr can sling the football. Can they give him targets? Uh, Can they give him someone to throw to? I believe that he can bring some leadership. We're talking battle-tested, a lot of adversity for Derek over the course of his career. It could mean a fresh start, not just for the franchise, but for him as well. And he doesn't have to worry about the trade rumors anymore, right? That's been a constant with him in Las Vegas or Oakland. Instead, he can start fresh. And Drew Brees, a great example of what happened when this franchise took a flyer with Brees and gave him a chance to start fresh. Have a great Wednesday. We'll talk to you tonight. It's After Hours on CBS Sports Radio. Boom! Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.